1: plushcare.com slash weight loss the square ball podcast
0: welcome to the show brought to you with levi solicitors 10 percent discount as always on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball down with you with michael and with rob on the weekly show TSB plus by the way quick reminder you can get extra videos and podcasts every single week this week Half an hour of bonus material from Alan Sutton. You may have seen the two-parter that we did on your feed. Talk for ages. Had a great time just finding out about Wilco and the transition into George Graham. Never quite got far enough down the road, did we? We'll get him back. Yeah. There was
2: a lot more to come.
0: There is. And we got a bonus half hour of material, which you can find on the TSB Plus feed. We got uh, the inside story of what happened with Thomas Skuravi, which is one of those fabled pre-Thomas Brolin 1990 signings. There was a lot of mythology built up around that about potential injuries and gangsters and stuff like that and Sotty clears it all up for us on that. And kicking off this week as well, Propaganda Extra, the bonus bits of propaganda that we didn't have time to accommodate on the main show. Make it over into a little bonus show there, so check that one out. The squareball.net forward slash plus for details. Part one of the show then is where we go through the latest League United news and the big headline news from the last week is Adam Forshaw's injury out for the rest of the season. Fractured his kneecap in training, which sounds quite painful. You you have dicky knees, don't you? So talk us through it. <laughs>
2: I've not fractured my kneecap I mean if I fractured my kneecap it, they said he's going to be out for six weeks I'd just assume that was it for me Yeah. so we'd be back in six weeks they, like, nah. they'd just be pulling the vet would pull the curtain out <laughs> wouldn't they that's say, it Pow. I'm retired that's fine Yeah. <laughs> to, it, it's to, a to the glue thing. factory for Normanson it's another new injury for four, sure isn't it but truthfully did we expect him to play as much as he has this season I, I didn't I'll be as good as he has been mm. No, he has been great. It's a real shame we're not going to get to see him alongside
1: Calvin Phillips in our new shiny penis formation. I mean, it it was a massive relief that it was only six weeks because a Mm. mate texted me the news and it was like, oh no, Boshaw's done here, isn't he? Like another massive injury. Is he going to get back from this? And then it was, oh no, he's only six weeks. Mm. (laughs) Is that all? That sounds all
2: right. It's reassuring that it's it's kind of a, it's just an impact injury though. It's Mm. not presumably anything... Underlying is it like his injury was out forever? With was one of those ones where they didn't, they could never get to the bottom of it. Whereas hopefully this is just a straightforward shattering of the kneecap. <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like a shattering of the kneecap would be no, worse than maybe just like a hairline fracture. Yeah, let's say. If, I mean, six weeks suggest it can't be that bad. Because no. even if you, you know, when I broke my arm was about ten. I think that was like six weeks of pop, mm. and that wasn't. You just. I remember this. I mean, I'm guessing here a
0: little bit because I'm not a surgeon, despite my you know my obvious skill in the field. Mm. Open it up, bit of gaffer tape on there, bit of glue. Jobs are good.
2: People are sick of experts, Don't ever go at it. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- I reckon I could. Matt Letitia yeah. would probably uh, consider himself to be a, an expert on it this. It does make you think,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> I'm gutted uh, with the news that my season's over after an unfortunate injury in training, but since my return, I've loved every minute this season and can't wait for the next already. Thank you for all your messages and
2: support. Is that your Adam Forshaw? That's me. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> What's Forshaw said? Et yeah. Um Marsh wants him about, doesn't he? Sir? Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is nice. I mean, and he was around... Is he in the leadership group?
1: Um, I think he does get mentioned among. He's quite a grown up, isn't he, relative to the, the sort of the squad, squad dads, aren't they? I like yeah. to call him Cooper and Dallas, and that.
2: Yeah, he's like the same age as Zaha, isn't he? Just to go back to, I haven't slating him. Look, yeah. uh, look at him for sure. What a grown up he is. And he's noble, isn't he? Exactly. He, you wouldn't want Zaha about, would you? Who was injured? Just, just send him, send him off to cry somewhere in a corner. Um, but yeah, uh, he was around during the sort of promotion as well, wasn't he? For mm. sure, you got the feeling he was kept around for that as well so he's obviously a, he's obviously a nice lad telling everyone they're going to romp it or whatever <laughs> yes. like. yeah I'm sure the squad weren't that pleased when he said that let like, he has Whoa. similar confidence for this end yeah. of season
0: so they want him to be in the hotel to be in the pre-game meetings to be there before the match um, to make sure that he had an impact on, impact on the preparation that's pre-Watford Marsh was talking about wasn't he
1: mm. um, I believe in leaders he has been one of the few things to enjoy about this season for sure there's not been a lot to kind of love about this season but I think we were all at the phase with him just feeling desperately sorry for him as a bloke, just Mm. having to go through all this shit and for him to come back and just really embrace it and be really, really good, like so much better than I expected. Mm. And he seems to come back as like a slightly different player. I never seem to remember him sprinting about the pitch as much as he has been this year. But he was a massive boost to our midfield when he got back. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: It's been nice to have him back. I dare say Andrea Radrazzani has uh, has been pleased to... I've been back as well, giving his, his tweets to that effect earlier in the season. But, you know, the out, the, the worthiness of that uh, particular tweet will be judged, I guess, in another four weeks when the season is over, won't it? Which brings us on to relegation watch, actually. Three-horse race, are we calling it? Three-horse race, us, Everton and Burnley. We, we are keeping relegation. i haven't flirted with the idea of getting rid it, of it. We definitely need to <laughs> keep I, I want to say, just for the record, that was just being tongue-in-cheek, by the way, because it was always going to go the distance, wasn't it, this one? Well... It wasn't. It
2: wasn't. If if only won these two games, you'd be feeling pretty safe, still, wouldn't you?
0: Mm, I mean, what's the gap to Everton now? Is it four points? Yeah, it's not very many. Still, it's still but game in hand. It's, mm. a, it's a couple of wins still, isn't it? They've got a game in hand, but it's still a couple of wins for them to overtake us, or a win and two draws, and then they've got to match us and outdo us for the rest of the season. So it's going to be tight. It's going to be it's going to be squeaky, I think, isn't it? But um, I think it, it's just time to put the big boy pants on, isn't it? Really, do not you agree? <laughs> What does that look like? Well, just like, <laughs> stop crying about it. We are where we are. See what happens.
2: Mm. No? I feel like crying about it. Even if I'm going to do it, I'll, I'll do it quietly, though. Yeah. I, mean, I don't need to... I, don't need to um, I, I
0: think the most disappointing aspect for me was if... Because I don't really like a lot of the Premier League. This is, this season is showing... And I know like Moscow mentioned this when I said it before. It's like, we don't like losing. But you do a lot of losing in the Premier League anyway, don't you? And as we were saying over on Propaganda with the Palace fans, they found that actually... They've enjoyed being about the same level in the table this season as they were last season, but it's been a lot more entertaining because the football's been nicer to mm. watch. So you do get used to losing games, but you can you can lose games nobly. I think that's <laughs> the thing. And it's just been a bit crap this season, but I know that all our ambitions and our future rests on us being in this division and I want us to stay up, but is the championship more fun? No. No,
2: no, it's, no, not, no, no, no. no. no
0: it's not. It's so long. It's, awful. it's
2: Too many games. It's horrible. It's the worst place in the world. <laughs> we will, if we go down, we'll have to come back and pretend that it's fine.
0: And we should say at this point as well, because somebody was asking me, like, given the way that we feathered our nest with Brentford earlier in the season, that they could send us down on the final day, we should stress at this point that if that happens, we will just double down on all our previous opinions. (laughs) Correct. um, And we will be right.
2: I will be writing a Frank Lampard-style letter to the Premier League to suggest that they relegate Brentford instead of us, because they don't deserve it. They'll they'll go down next season. They simply don't don't deserve a place. (laughs) <laughs> based upon many many things I'll make some calls about Thomas Frank which we'll see him out of action for a while mm-hmm. and then um, <laughs> What will you say? I've not decided yet Right <laughs> well, What will the general thrust of it be? Um, That's for Is that a future that's, show? For the, that's for the Premier League to deal with I suppose <laughs> Right <laughs> when, when the time comes Well dealt with um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah I will not change my opinion We deserve to be in this league even though they Appear to have six points more than us. Yeah, and people will say, "Well, that's a very entitled point of view, Michael." Correct. Everyone yeah. <laughs> entitled about about everything. No. But Brentford, come on,
0: <laughs> come yeah. on. Uh, are we saying that Norwich and Watford are basically gone at this stage? Because uh, yes. what's the gap there? Watford is.
2: I feel uh, like Dean Smith every week talks nine to points. It feels like when when they've been obviously down for about three weeks, he's kept going. I know we need to win more games than we've won in like two seasons of the Premier League but we could win six games on the bounce or whatever.
0: Well, they've got their 10 points to make up uh, and an inferior goal difference. So effectively 11. So you're now talking with five games left, they need to win four of them and hope
1: that Burnley. Them and Watford are not staying up. Lose everything. No. So they're, they're gone, are we saying? Yes. I did see it on Twitter at the weekend, again, with Dean Smith sort of trying to be optimistic or whatever. And their fans kind of going, but Dean, like <laughs> it's sort of your job this, you know, you catch the hope that it's going to yeah. get there. And
0: what, and what happened to the post Farker bounce as well? Hmm. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do, get, I get do hope, I do hope he comes back. I really want Daniel Farker to. Uh, if he comes to Burnley, he can't go. To Burnley. That would be the marriage made in heaven. He cannot go to Burnley. Why? Why not? He just won't suit him. Would why?
2: he? It? Why? I don't know. His light and an airy manner wouldn't fit. You don't think? Is, is it a bit more industrial there? They need. They need grit. They can't go from the grit of Deitch to. I mean, who's even in charge at Burnley now? Ben me and ben some me other people. It,
0: yeah. It's uh, Michael Jackson, isn't it? yeah is the name it's the under 23s coach it stuck in my mind for obvious reasons but yeah we we didn't uh, and this is another point actually about talking about relegation watch and I hadn't thought about this until Moscow mentioned it in one of his uh, one of his recent articles on the website so go find that one whichever one it is uh, about them potentially doing something stupid between now and the end of the season by appointing somebody else because they're talking about an interim manager to see him through to the end of the season when it seems like they've had the bounce now and yet they might then undo that by putting somebody Mm. else in because I just feel like I just hope and feel like maybe they might plateau.
2: I mean, they likely will. I know they've got an easy run of games, but they played all these teams earlier in the season and were still in the bottom in the bottom three. So they're, they obviously are not a margin better than these teams. They've just had a, a good little run at the moment, and I think they've been fairly fortunate to be playing those teams cut adrift in mid-table who were not really asked like Southampton, who we played and didn't beat, um, <laughs> and then and Wolves, who yeah. we we convincingly beat. Yeah. oh I was never in doubt that result so I mean
1: they've done quite well on that. they it's, it's only a couple of weeks since they were losing to Norwich isn't it and it's, mm. it's one of those things where if you lose to Norwich it's like having 17% possession you just think well you're not trying are you like you shouldn't be, <laughs> allowed, you shouldn't be allowed to stay here if you're doing that yeah, yeah. I mean they, they will drop points between now and the end of the season we just
0: have to hope that it's uh, it's fewer points than us
2: I mean the thing is Ever- a lot of Leeds fans are kind of almost talking themselves into being relegated already but our run of games is essentially the same as Everton's yeah and we've got a four-point start on them, so... Albeit with a game. No, a five-point start. Yeah, Five points, is that right? That seems too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in fact, it was four points, but
0: it's been extended to five. Yeah, we should have said that, because, yeah, it's, it's a win and two draws to get level with us. Obviously, our goal difference is... Yeah. ...shots are shit as well. But which, that, that said... Never mind this weekend, we may improve it. Yeah, and... <coughs> but they're on minus 21, so it's not completely out of sight. All they need to do is get a few heavy beatings. Mm, yeah. Which might happen. Possibly. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure... Everton fans are saying they're down as well. So, who can be the most miserable? I do wonder. I mean,
0: Villas fans don't seem very pleased at the minute either. And they do have a game in hand which would see them up to like 40 points. Two games in hand actually on the teams above them. But they're not in a particularly hot streak at the minute. I wonder if they're just glancing over their shoulder a tiny bit. Because yeah. if
2: that was us, we would be. <laughs> another another thing is another win sorts it for them. And they've got six games left. You, yeah. you kind of, you have to imagine they'll, they'll get to it. And also, I think 37 is probably just about enough to keep you up anyway so are you, are you saying that we need one more
0: win then out of our remaining five games we need two more so they need one they need <laughs> Villa, just...
2: Villa are safe on 37 but we need at least 40 <laughs> that's the way I'm viewing it and that's how
1: these the logic works at this stage uh, do you think we'll, we'll where do you think we'll get to Rob like I was saying in propaganda I'm sort of just refusing to acknowledge it and, and convincing myself everything's fine so like I was away last week and briefly I just switched off from everything and then Briefly took one look at Twitter and saw Leeds I saw Burnley were winning, and that just sent Leeds fans absolutely dense. <laughs> and I thought, I don't need to look at this; it's just better off not knowing. And you know, I've got home, and we're not in the relegation zone. We've got a five point buffer, so it's fine, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's fine, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of looking for other people to reassure me, but looking to Leeds fans for
0: reassurance. One is... of the one of the things that sprung to mind actually, I didn't realize until I laid this out on on the sheet here, was the way that the fixtures fall as well. So um, we've got four fixtures, and then they've got their Everton and Burnley have got their spare games after we play Brighton in that final midweek mm. I just if hopefully we can get to the Brighton game having got something out of one of these three games coming up beat Brighton know that we're safe and then we can just enjoy the last week
1: of the season I am terrified of getting to those final two games and it being oh yeah we really need to mm-hmm. win these And we don't do well against Brighton do we? I was going to say we don't really do well when it's that sort of must win we need to win but <laughs> although no I, th- I, don't th- know I think, no,
0: I think we, we've got it within us to to grind out stuff when we need to. and we're certainly grinding at the minute aren't we I mean
2: to go back to the the comparison with Burnley's fixtures those games are going to be completely meaningless for Brighton and Brentford aren't they so that's got to be good mm. hasn't it you'd rather be playing Brentford on the last day than Everton for example yeah you know yeah, when you've got a team or you know Man City or someone who, who needs also needs to win so, yeah.
0: now on that final day, they are like Burnley have got Newcastle at home, who are objectively a better team than them. Now they've got, I mean, got striker Chris Wood, and they've got Arsenal away of Everton. So,
2: at one point, that was looking like it was going to be a, a relegation a, decider, a, a decider on the last yeah. day of the season. Newcastle now ninth.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we've got we've got Man City this weekend, which we'll preview in the next bit. Burnley are away at Watford; they're overdue a home winner at Watford aren't they? And, and Burnley went to Norwich and messed it up. They're going to go to Watford and mess it up. Uh, Watford don't look interested. Ah, they will. I've got, I've got They'll to win say. this one. And Everton will
2: obviously lose at home to Chelsea
0: because you hope so. Frank Lampard cares too much. So I'm, it's
2: fine this weekend. I'm really looking forward to not having to watch Burnley and Everton games because they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, we, I, I, we are as well. That's true as well. <laughs> but we've got to watch Leeds. But I'm invested in that, so I care. Whereas watching <laughs> Richarlison go down with a head injury when he just headed a ball, not when the ball kicked him. He just headed a corner clear and went down with a head injury. And Gordon falling about every two minutes, like painful it's absolutely mm. painful to watch well
0: uh 538.com we've been leaning on their um, projections uh, over the last few weeks so they if you're not aware of it it's uh, they run a spot an algorithm it's called the SPI i think it's like sports performance index and they run like 20,000 simulations of a season and each game gets weighted in favor of one team or another so they've run their their algorithm and off 20,000 seasons they reckon we've got an 18% chance of staying up now last week it was, uh, sorry, an 18% chance of going down, beg your pardon. Last week it was 10%. So things have closed up a little bit, but it's still, I mean, 82% chance of staying up. Mm. Because
2: there's two teams below us who are, who are also duking it out. Yeah, I mean, ours has moved 18 to 10. Everton have gone from 54% to 32% and switched with Burnley. So they they now are looking... So they've
0: gone up, sorry, their chances have increased a huge amount. So yeah.
2: There's more than a one in two chance
0: that Everton will go down based on...
2: So it's been a it's been a moderately bad week for us and an absolutely terrible week for them, Mm -hmm. according to this. Yeah. But then, if this was changed week to week, can we trust it? Surely it was. If it was such a good model, it would stay the same. Well, the model has us
0: finishing sixteenth, Michael, on thirty-eight points. So it reckons we will accrue another what four points from
1: here. Yeah, that's Mm probably
2: that puts us in the Villa kind of territory, doesn't it? And I
1: did declare them safe. I feel like Everton aren't going to go down just because football isn't that nice and kind, of, like <laughs> that is what should happen because it would be by far the funniest outcome.
0: It would. But uh, I mean, that that would be, if we get to the end of the season, having endured this, and let's face it, we're all going to exhale, aren't we? If we stay up, whenever that may be, we'll be like, oh, thank God that's happened. Thank God this is over. We'll get to laugh at somebody if mm. it's not us. That would be the perfect outcome, really. And, and it, it is petty and people say, oh, you Frank, that me, 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 me. He's a twat. <laughs> come on, come on, isn't he? He's dreadful. Yeah, as seen by the the letters to the the uh, referee people. Anyway, so that's that. That's relegation watch. We're basically so the too long didn't read version of that is please can we stay up? <laughs> isn't it? Just stop winning other teams, please. Yeah, and they won't win loads. We can do without you winning Burnley. They won't win loads, but let's hope that we do. And some that and that hope that something gives over the next few weeks that we don't expect to happen. So something happens, nice. That's nice. Mm. A repeat of the Viduca at Arsenal moment. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? You'd like that. Anyway, to the 23s, we broke the Premier League Two attendance record. So there's that. That's the real quiz. That's, yeah,
2: good season. And uh, did you watch it? And uh, no, I was on holiday. So I've, no. I've
1: seen the highlights. <laughs> where, were you, where were you, Rob? <laughs> I was also on holiday. You were also
2: on holiday. Fucking
0: middle of the season, you lazy bi- <laughs> Um We took an early lead against Man City via Matteo Joseph,
1: who looks like a good prospect, doesn't he? He's and been good. He looked happy didn't he when he scored mm, He started to get into the team a bit more now and he's uh, scored a few good goals so you know that January transfer window everyone mm. was miserable about uh, Their keeper should have been sent off as well uh, for Clatter in Somerville that was a clear red card
0: any day of the week You would think so I can only assume the referee let him off because he's a child or something Yeah, but
2: yeah anyway they beat us
0: Well done to the women as well who went to the Liverpool Feds who I think have they been promoted now the Not quite. Liverpool Feds but they should get up there shouldn't they They
2: were they appointing, uh, oh, no, winning this sorry would have seen them up as it is. They've now got to go to the last game. Ah, so we because Newcastle, Newcastle have games. Did we spoil their hand. party? We did. Get in, which is which is good. And I think Newcastle. Newcastle have got two to play. They've got one to play, but Newcastle's game in hand is against Anik, who have got two points and have con- right. conceded like seven every game. Right. So it's uh, what's going to happen there. I think
0: Newcastle's going to win, probably.
2: Yeah. So it's going to send it to the last day. I bet it's good.
0: I bet Jesse. I've just mentioned uh, on the sheet here Jesse's tour of Yorkshire. I bet Jesse would like Anik. Mm, probably would but he's not strayed outside the boundaries of Yorkshire yet we've so far on the tour York, Harrogate, Naresborough, Leeds which is your favourite? Leeds? Yep Leeds Which is your other favourite outside of Leeds? Go York Yeah Yeah same Nice Good. as York is it? Nice pubs and that Yeah and but still feel more accessible than maybe Harrogate
2: Yeah I, I, Harrogate's really nice but I just can't imagine I can't imagine living there somehow I don't think I can imagine you living <laughs> there yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it about Harrogate that makes you think you won't fit in? Um, where to, where to begin? <laughs> I mean, Danny Mills lives there still, doesn't he? Yeah. Me and him could go out for mm-hmm. a pint. You could do your Right Said Fred uh, tribute uh, act in Harrogate. I'm not sure that's a, even funny anymore, is it? Right Said Fred tribute act, no. given they're
1: associating themselves <laughs> with neo-Nazis and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I came in here and saw you two do the same the other week. So, as in, a Right Said Fred tribute act, yeah. not a We were, just singing, this, we were singing Deeply Dippy, weren't we? Because it, it was at
0: number one when we were recording the Matchball 30, so mm. we ended up uh, having a bit of a and, the same and song in were, here, which
1: thankfully
2: wasn't recorded. They were mentioned on, uh, Matt LaTissier was on the podcast, which had also had Right said Fred on as well, I right. think was the, was the other link. But yeah, he's doing a nice tour. He's gone a bit nice though, hasn't he? He's gone to the nice places. Yeah.
0: About Mother Shipton's Cave there in N- Nairsborough. Hmm. Nairsborough's is very, nice. very
2: scenic is not Nairsbury. nice. It is nice, yeah. But get yourself to the five towns that I couldn't remember <laughs> the other day. <laughs> which is well, it's Dewsbury. No, Dewsbury.
0: Wakefield, Mordor... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is the other one? Go to Jewsbury. Yeah. Go to Batley. Yeah. Brighouse. The, these these proper places, Jesse. I'll take him out in, in Bradford. I haven't been at myself in Bradford in years, but I'm willing to break my duck.
2: He's such a positive man as well. You know he'd find you know he'd find the good in it.
0: <laughs> a real a real <laughs> team effort. Um I need to give a quick plug to this as well. I've been poached by big drama, so I'm sorry for being self indulgent now. But I'm I'm in a ten part podcast drama. It's it's got a bit of a lazy vibe to it. Mm-mm. Why are you, why are you rolling your eyes at me? It's been written and co-produced by a guy called Joe Derrick who's a massive Leeds fan and it stars Nikolai Costa-Wildow as well who is genuinely famous he is billed higher up in the credits than I am I am about third from last billed as reporter
2: but that's not the best character that I play how come you who can do no accents gets to do uh, gets to gets what do you jump? mean I can do no accents I'm good at accents do some no no <laughs> I'm not perfor- I'm not your performing seal. I can I I could have done I could have done this as Deitch. I uh,
0: you could have <laughs> done actually it would have been great. T- Before I tell you the character that I'm going to play, I'm just going to say it's uh, it's out on Audible, genuine like proper thing. This it's not mm. some, some fly by night thing. Audible May the twelfth. It's called Radio Man, and it, I'll give you the, the the billing for it. It says when a series of gruesome murders leaves a community in despair, a former local radio DJ, not me, uh, decides to start a podcast again, not me, and do something about it. <laughs> But as his following grows, long-buried secrets from the past resurface, revealing not everyone is who they truly seem. In fact, you should have done that
2: as Deitch. <laughs> not now. You've already you flagged it off. Farker. <laughs> no. Okay.
0: Maybe another day. Maybe another day.
2: But in it, if I... anyone wants to cast it, <laughs> if anyone wants to commission a, a Deitch and Farker detective series for um Buddy um, cop duo. <laughs> for the radio, send me the script.
0: I play racist dog owner who's one of the characters that, <laughs> that I play just playing yourself then <laughs> etc yes that's correct Michael so I've got a little clip here for you tell me afterwards what you think of my um, my acting abilities as racist dog owner so we've got two young Asian lads who are going door to door with leaflets trying to get casual work and they come and knock on my door I feel, kill man it's not supposed
1: to be easy this is work man
2: yeah I just thought you know it wouldn't be as shit as this you do the chatting on this one, yeah?
0: That's me dog.
1: Yes! We're just knocking on doors to see if we can do any odd jobs for folk. No. Gardening or errands or something. Nothing, no. Anything really. No! we
0: got a flyer. No, piss off, we're good, thank you. This is getting us nowhere.
1: Probably trained his dog to hate on browns, I reckon. Another wanker.
0: There you go, racist dog owner. He was right,
2: but
1: he was right at the last. But anyway, did he use your dog as well? <laughs>
0: None of that is true. We should just just say very clearly for the record. what Do you think I'm acting there?
2: Uh, it, was, um,
0: it was adequate. Yep. Think I'll get an award for that? No. I'd like one. No.
2: Would
0: you, would you make no. me, Would you make me
2: an award? No. No award. <laughs> Come away.
0: <laughs> yeah. So look out for that. Then Radio Man it lands on Audible on um, on the twelfth of May. I'm looking forward to that. I've heard uh, like I've been sent a preview of it. It's really really good. Pardon me up a bit. It's better than anything I could make. <laughs> Have you heard about wills? Future King? No, no, no. The written kind of wills. Where your stuff goes. Yes, that one. absolutely correct. Um, Levi's solicitors do all sorts of future planning services for you, and they are right behind us on this podcast. If you're planning for the future, whether it is wills, lasting power of attorney, inheritance tax planning, Levi's can take care of all that for you. Because you need to make sure you see, like, what's in your loft. I mean, I'm thinking shoot magazines from the 1980s, VHS tapes with Leeds United on them. Maybe a collection of football shirts, that kind of thing.
2: Hmm. My VHSs are going to the the dogs' home, so the, dog, so the dogs can <laughs> you can watch them. Can, en- can enjoy those. The eleven uh, card trick with Wilco, that sort of stuff. It's, it's ideal for. Them.
0: No matter how old you are, you need an up to date will. Levi solicitors can take care of it. Ten percent off your legal fees as well if you go through us. So have a look at the website for the full range of legal services for you and for your business. levisolicitors.co.uk solicitors. forward slash the square ball. Here's the Man City preview. Then away. <laughs> Away win. Off we go. <laughs> On to heroes and villains. Jesse says we're going to go for it, didn't he? Against in, the biggest Goliath in the world. In what sense? Are we going to bring are we going to copy the biblical parable and bring a sling full of stones to <laughs> pepper them in the face with them? In the face? I only watched the second half of that game last night. It was very entertaining the Real Madrid game, by the way. It was, yeah. it was
2: really good. he um, was getting the kiss to bed. Which to goes them. to show Through you the first half. You can you can get at them. It, yes.
0: Uh, with <laughs> I, Karim Benzema.
2: Yes, who we more or less have in Dan James, mm-hmm. that um physical presence up front caused them issues, didn't it? Yeah, the, this is really good. <laughs> it was, it was kind of, it was, it was like watching like a documentary about plane crashes the night before you go on a plane. You know, so one of <laughs> the things where you it and just going, oh
0: god, oh. why did I watch this? Why am I still watching even though I'm aware of this yeah. thought?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I made it so much worse. On my refusing to acknowledge things tip, I. uh I was about to turn it on, check the score. It was two 0 after ten minutes, and decided to watch the snooker. I thought <laughs> that would be far more soothing than watching how great Man City are. We going, are we going to pot the blue on Saturday? That's the question. Oh, there, Rob.
0: there is the question. Yeah, four three against Real Madrid, but you can get at them. Um, mm. Can we get at them?
2: We didn't earlier in the season, did we? No, not really. They got at
0: us. But in, seven in many way, times. All the joking aside, right? Because they did obviously Dickers seven 0 earlier in the season, and they're very good at everything. And as we said in one of the shows we've done. They've got 50 million pound footballers in every position, and then some. <laughs> What's a good result here? What, what is this? Is this the litmus test of Marsh, where we find out whether his more pragmatic style has any benefits? Because there's quite legitimately going to be an argument that it's, let's say we lose two or three nil, and people say, well, it's an improvement on earlier in the season, and they might be right, mm.
2: which is shit. I suppose the model for it is looking at Everton against Liverpool, where it's Liverpool, they're more or less on a power man city, aren't they? The two of them, they're kind of. Yeah. Neck and neck, I would say. And Everton were in that game, as horrendously ugly as it was to watch, and for the amount of ridiculous cheating and time-wasting that went on, they did still have some chances. Mm. And I guess you can justify the approach, just like if we'd beaten Palace and played as badly as we did. If we had managed to snatch one, or, you know, we win a late penalty and and get a goal, or get a goal from a set-piece or something, it does justify the approach. Mm. And I know we did beat Man City last year, but that it but, felt but, like,
0: but we did that by sitting deep and hitting them on the break, which is like more a, like what we're going to try and do now.
2: It felt like a miracle at the time, <laughs> and I feel like those things don't happen very often. Have, have we used up all our godly miracles? Mm. I mean, Liverpool. I don't know what the odds for us are, but I noticed Everton were sixteen to one to beat Liverpool. Let's have a look, shall we? Which for two teams in the same league is
1: ridiculous. There
2: like, must be there must be the widest odds of any Merseyside derby ever, probably.
1: Mm, mm. I am, I am intrigued what going for it under Marsh looks like. Mm Because one of the things he was mentioning in his post-Palace press was how he'd coached against Guardiola City before this season. So I thought, oh, I'll go look back at how they got on. How did they get on, Rob? And he was coaching RB Leipzig at the Etihad and they lost 6-3, which uh, is an improvement. But what about the return leg? It's the return leg that's important, Rob. The return leg is is interesting because RB Leipzig won Mm 2-1. But that came two days after Jesse Marsh had left the job. (laughs) Damn. And that was sort of a rotated City team, which we might be facing at the weekend if Mm. we are between two Champions League semi-finals. which is what I'm kind of pinning my hopes on for. Because before the Palace game, I had a weird feeling of, do you know what, I fancy us to beat City. And then I watched this play against Palace and I thought, oh God, this (laughs) could be terrifying. But maybe it's like mixing water and oil and that's what we want to make, a horrible
0: oily mess. Because that's what we need to do, isn't it? We need to drag them down to our level and Mm. we need to get them involved.
1: We need to give them the Palace treatment and get them involved in a battle. That's how we can maybe claw something out of this. Do you remember when um, Michael Brown tried kicking Yaya Torre out of the game from Man City <laughs> and he just booted us back?
2: Yeah, I was at that game. They, were, they scored for about five minutes, didn't they? It was, it, we were never in it. No, it was no. one of those things you turn up, you're like, well, might be a cup-ups. No. <laughs> Straight away. I mean, I'd take a 6-3 defeat. Mm. That sounds entertaining and only a three-goal margin. Mm. And you'd see nine goals. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I can't see us getting
0: anything. No, I, really, we probably I, won't. I
2: really, really cannot. I but mean, we've, but we've,
0: if there is if there is one crumb of comfort, isn't it not? Um, or a sliver of hope, not a crumb of comfort. If there's a sliver of hope, isn't it not what Rob said, that they're between two Real Madrid games here? And I know they're trying to battle on all fronts here, but isn't that it's a bit enough of a distraction where it gives us a little bit of something to cling to?
2: It means they might rest some players. Like, you know, De Bruyne might have a, be given a day off or something, which might help a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be up for that. But, you know, give the Bruyne a rest. Put Jack Grealish in so we've got somebody to
1: hate on. Mm, that's true. Have a pantomime villain. Yeah, I'm glad it's at Ellen Road as well. It feels like ages since we've been. And it was the Southampton game the last home game, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And being there didn't... It felt all right. And then afterwards I was a bit like, oh, it wasn't great, but it felt a lot better being there than watching Watford and watching the mm-hmm. Palace game has been, which I've found terrible. Yeah, that was the big
0: discrepancy when we did Watford and people were saying like the comments on on the match ball were like, we were dead negative and a lot of people who were there said it was brilliant, mm. which it is when you win 3-0, but it was it was very stressful. I think we were all feeding off each other in here when we were watching <laughs> mm. it as well, like the, the anxiety attached to it all. Yeah, it is, it is always better to suffer in the ground than it is to <laughs> suffer watching on telly. That is, that is absolutely true. The odds, by the way, according to Skybet, uh, we are 9-1 to one in what is effectively a two-horse race, albeit there's a third outcome uh, the draw is 5-1. to one. They are 4-1 to one on to win
1: that game, Man City. Seems quite seems quite good, I would say. Just looking at who scored's preview, and Man City seems to have a lot of strengths and one weakness, which is aerial duels. So, I mean, um, they're good at finishing scoring chances, Rob. That concerns me. <laughs> so, you know,
0: Dan James up against their center back. They're good at attacking down the wings. Very good at that. We that, don't have um, wings. So we don't do wings, so that's fine. But if you attack down the wings, you can't score from a wing, can you? No, because the as Jesse said the goal's in the middle. The it not in, the, in middle. the corner
1: flag, as he said.
0: So as long as we're solid in the middle. So if we have 10 players in the box, <laughs> in the middle, which is what we're likely to see, I suspect. We can be bus parking knobheads like Everton. Yeah. Uh, they're good at defending set pieces. Uh, they're good at attacking set pieces. They like creating long shot opportunities. They like everything. And they like protecting the lead as well. The weaknesses: aerial duels. We're not that good at them, are we? Well, if we can force them to pump the ball into the box from out wide, this is how we will win
1: by clearing headers from Liam Cooper. I mean, there was uh, some feedback on the propaganda sheet from someone suggesting we should just play Charlie Creswell up front if all we're going to do is (laughs) move it forward. So maybe this is the game to try
2: it out. Maybe do it. Just go big. Stroke, Mm -hmm. Creswell. Who else is big? Big people off the bench. Yelda. Cock from from the start. Yelda. Fully Allardyce it. (laughs) Big (laughs) love. Do you know what? Rafinha on the long throws. As, as, (laughs) As ugly as this would be,
0: I think I'd enjoy it. <laughs> it would be quite funny. It would be the most wild, if, 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 the, the maddest thing you'd ever seen, wouldn't it? If suddenly we just packed the entire team with big, big thugs,
1: <laughs> just Rafinha standing with the ball in his hands. <laughs> yeah. Rafinha,
0: you stand up front, maybe on your, maybe not on your own. We'll leave Dan James in there for Dan pay, James pay, for the pay. running. But he's, mind you, he's a thug. He is just a little mm. thug now,
2: Scrappy Do. He's well. He's just he's like a, like a Monday Bremner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: minus all the yeah apart from from if you take away the intelligence the the stuff he doesn't that was what um, Carragher said on Monday Night Football he said it was like having Brenner and Giles back in midfield the (laughs) amount of tackles going in (laughs) Um, That's quite a stretch that yeah Jamie Uh,
2: yeah I mean they're going to win aren't they
0: (laughs) probably yeah
2: you're you're normally the optimistic one here but
0: but as we were were saying was it in the previous section or whatever or was it in propaganda where we were just saying like, well it's going to get to this game it's like well they're going to win What's the point?
2: <laughs> What's the point of even getting your hopes up? Don't dream about anything, kids. It's pointless. I mean, they just to look, go back to the um, the predicted league. They're predicted to finish on ninety-one points this season. Mm-hmm. We're predicted thirty-eight points, so there's quite a gap to bridge there. Would this be
0: probably our best ever Premier League result if we were to win it? Beating
2: them last year was arguably better because it was ten men at, at their place. Mm. I mean, was, I, mean, also, where, I mean given where we are in the league. I was gonna well. say it was also relatively meaningless for us, wasn't it, that when it was yeah. and it was meaningless for them, I think, as well, because they'd already they were miles clear, I think, That's last year. We were
1: really trying but... <laughs> hard.
2: But they were already they were already clear, weren't they? Like as Liverpool had a off here, didn't they? Because hmm. Van Dijk was injured. So I think they were they were well clear. We were well safe.
0: I've just got visions now because I've just noticed on the sheet here, like the um the style of play criteria from WhoScored.com saying that Man City are non-aggressive in their style. And I've just got visions of Dan James going through one of them in the first five minutes. Then he does it again after about 20. He gets sent off. We're playing with 10 men again. <laughs> that could happen, couldn't it?
2: And then, and then through goes Dallas.
0: 10 minutes, I'm oh, sorry, 20 minutes, and we're playing with 10 men uh, for the rest of the game. Why not? Let's do it. I mean, I'm just looking at their squad. It's, look at that's ridiculous. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> yeah. How do you compete with that? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only Phil Foden they can be proud of. And even then, that's because they've got a ridiculous academy. Mm. I think he's a Man City fan, though, isn't he? Yeah. Still. That's just look. Does it Does it
2: count? Yeah. He's only a Man City fan because he was a glory hunting little shit. It'd have been, it'd have been a Man United fan if anyone had been on 10 years earlier. Probably. De, de Bruyne. Uh, <laughs> he's probably got quite a hard I mean, family, actually. He'll come and find me. He would have always supported Man City. I mean, Gabriel Jesus, they don't even want him anymore. Well, it, it's and interesting. And he, and he can't stop scoring. Well, they don't really have anyone who scores that many goals, do they? I know they're looking at getting Haaland this year, <laughs> which will probably. Remedy that, but they've just got loads of players who score quite a lot of goals, like De Bruyne and Mares and Sterling and Foden. Like they, all get quite a lot, but they don't have like a a, th- a thirty goal man anymore, other than Aguero left. They're they all well, well. just
1: really, really good.
0: They that. don't, they don't need one, and that's mm. upsetting isn't it? Yeah, and yet, and yet, there's a there is a part of me, despite all that, I'm glad we're us.
2: Well, the thing is with Man City, it's quite hard to hate them because they're really good to watch. Like when Chelsea were, were being good. In the early Abramovich era, it was Mourinho and it was all, it was quite nice that they were stopping scum winning stuff, but the actual football wasn't great, was it? And they had quite a few players who were hard to love, like Lampard and Terry and Drogba were always kind of annoying to watch and play against. Whereas Man City are really quite fun in the main. And very good, yeah. So it's hard to... And and obviously you set that against denying Liverpool things
0: because they're unbearable and Man United because (laughs) they're unbearable.
2: Yeah, and like if, yeah. And if Newcastle
1: become good, I get the
2: feeling they'll be unbearable too. Oh, completely. I, Which we would be if it was us. We, oh, yeah, we, we, yeah would, absolutely. would be awful.
1: I don't know why Man City is sort of. Eh. See, so I have the good grace to not enjoy this incredible <laughs> fortune
2: they've yeah. had. Yeah, they're just quite sulky about extra games. Like, oh, I've got more Champions League games to go to. Yeah. Oh, another trip to bloody Wembley. That's going to cost. And
0: it's, it's it's not real, is it? Any of it? It's no. not real. So it doesn't count. So it doesn't count. So that's all we've got to say on that. <laughs> uh, away win? Uh, uh, yeah. Away win, Rob? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, heart says away. <laughs> Head says away win. Heart says away win. Yeah, I even stumbled and messed up my own joke there. I'll go for a Leeds win. A Leeds win, not even a point. Nah, let's get a win. Some fun. That's all I want. Yeah, let's just go right. to a game of football. Why not? And, be fun. and we'll, we'll close this section on the words of Pep Guardiola, who said after Real Madrid, now it's wine, rest and Leeds United. That's the most important thing. And it sounds like Pep has got his priorities quite right there. That's That's essentially the life that I crave. Like the sound of that. It's annoying that they need to win this.
2: Mm. I feel like if they had a ten point lead at this stage mm. and Real Madrid, it'll make, it'll make them desperate. And Real Michael. Madrid coming up next week. I feel like they could have tossed this one off a bit, but they kind of need to win this and the Real Madrid game. Now, but I was
0: going to say, given the given the fact that we can't change that, the, the title race is tight between them and Liverpool. If you'd have wanted an outcome from the Real Madrid game, it's a daft outcome like we had, like where it's really mm. that remains tight. So it's going to have to be a balancing act. So they might just choose to rest De Bruyne, for example, because they think we're shite, which
2: may or may not be true
0: <laughs>
2: yeah fair enough but we're going to lose but that's fine yeah
0: and on to the next week yeah when we play oh Arsenal right um, Arsenal,
2: Arsenal the thing is Arsenal are in a, a completely different league to Man City like yeah. we we probably won't get anything from it just to leap ahead but we could mm. whereas this
0: yeah <laughs> wine wine wrestling Leeds United this weekend what do you reckon
1: sounds alright sounds like every weekend doesn't it <laughs>
2: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these
1: changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Part three of the show is Heroes and Villains. First, the Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award, named after our former chairman and owner, who brought us plenty of misery nominations? Then what did we get from our TSB Plus members? And and who else would you like to add yourself? If anybody, I presume, Zaha getting a few mentions.
2: <laughs> Zaha and Gallagher getting plenty. Why? Is, <laughs> why? Why do
1: you think that is, Michael? You tell me why, Rob. I mean, Neil Warnock is a character that that uh, that name sounds like a fair place to start. But Wilf Zaha, what a fucking whopper he is! Biggest baby ever. Someone needs to break him in half. That it's generally sort of along that theme. We can't read the top one on the Zahar section. <laughs> no, I mean that, uh, that submitted is by John. John,
0: that is libelous,
2: heavily libelous. I think Brian sums it up for me on Zaha. Cheer up, for fuck's sake! The rest of us have to go <laughs> to actual work tomorrow. You miserable scumbastard. <laughs> it is the way he seems to hate it. I don't understand it. That's what I got from the game. Like, yeah, what's his aim? He, lo- he does look. He's just, just upset sad. with it. He's yeah. just upset with the whole thing. So yeah, and Andrew pointing out his his face is an issue.
0: Yeah, we have, it has been suggested, hasn't it, that. Um, we do an extra ball because we mentioned uh, Gordon, who plays for Everton. He's got he's got scout's face. Yeah, so we were saying like that sort of ilk of person. Obviously, not everyone's a scouse face, but like Zaha's got
1: he's got. Is it? Is it resting bitch face
2: that Zaha? He's got gone? a scum face. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that won't never that move never worked out for him. Yeah. It's
1: like um, Scott McTominay just has a scum face, doesn't he? He mm. just looks like he should play for them. Yeah, so sort of a scum face, scouse face, kind of.
2: I enjoyed Scrooge's comment as well. I said, um, "Absolute panto villain." To be fair to him, oh no, be, he isn't. He'd be a world class player if everyone just didn't tackle him, or block his shots, or run alongside him, or just play football against him. There is Russian conscripts that most look at Zaha and think, "Fuck, don't no, fuck." That's not me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right. And, and
2: Gallag- I mean, Gallagher was actually worse on the diving. Yeah, yeah. Gallagher did at least, at least two dives with zero contact. There was the one he tried to win a penalty for at the end, which I haven't seen a replay of it. I, I'd urge you to seek this out because it's ridiculous. He does that. He's trying to do the. Is it Yvente that he goes up against? Um, I don't think. I think it's Harrison. He's oh, reaching. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah, so yeah, far yeah. away from anyone. It's hard to know who he's even trying to run into, but he's doing the, the sort of. It's a kind of uh, pioneered by Ronaldo probably early days, then taken on by Grealish and Kane, the thing where you. You run past someone and as you do it, rather than running with your legs like close together as a normal runner would, yeah. you, you kind of scissor them out in the hope that you'll There's touch contact, someone. Yeah, yeah. And he leaps so far to his right well, that's, that's and not, still comes nowhere near anyone. That's
0: not necessarily 100% accurate because when they, they do it, they, the, the, the scissoring motion tends to come like it's a single move, isn't it? Whereas what he did was actually land his right foot, which was his was carrying his weight, and then take another step to, to drag it across Harrison. He's no. It, 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 looked,
2: it looked more like a sliding tackle the way he, he had to execute it to try and get a contact on it. So, and then there was another one he did. I think it was with Phillips. Um, he was running into the corner with it towards the end of the game, and again, he obviously expected there to be a tackle going, and Phillips didn't do it, but he yeah. went down anyway. And then yeah. there
0: was there were loads of them. And, was, and look, like, we should say as well, like people do this. Dan, Dan James does it as well. Like mm. he puts his body in front of that's because uh,
2: he's a little <laughs>
0: in front of in front of plenty of defenders, and and goes down. It happens. What we're doing here is acknowledging that it happens and being honest about it. And all these fans of Palace who've been in denial about Zaha dive, he does dive. He, he does, does dive. Yeah. And Gallagher dives. All very, very obvious. I mean, Dan James does it. Luke Hayling does it.
2: Loads of footballers do it. But ours are nicer than yours. To go back to the most fouled list, Zaha's like so far clear at the top of that. Are you telling me that people want to foul him more than they want to foul Mares or De Bruyne or Bernardo Silva? All players who are better than him, but don't. Or is it that they, he wants to be fouled, yeah. and therefore goes down all the time. Like it doesn't make any sense that he would that he would be the most fouled player in the league unless he wanted to be fouled. Area forty nine. And what I'm doing is I'm victim blaming.
0: Yeah, whinging little bastards. Um, <laughs> ender's saying whiny diving little cheats. There are questions around how he doesn't get two yellows for simulation every game he plays. Well, Gallagher should have done. Yeah. He did.
2: He did two spectacular. Zero contact dives, which should have been yellows. There, there
0: should be punishment for that, where where you can see that people are looking for it. I do. I know we were joking about it on the match ball, weren't we? It,
2: it would be a. a it, the thing is, it doesn't even need to happen during the game. If after the game you could go back and look at if, if there's stuff with zero contact, I know Zahar is kind of tends to be clever enough to get a bit of a touch on someone, but Gallagher went down twice with no one with no one anywhere near him. So it wouldn't be hard to go back after the game and go. We're retrospectively applying two yellows to this and. It would be an easy way of, of kind of cutting some of this stuff out, mm.
1: but they don't for some reason. It's one of those Gallagher where it's clear looks like a decent player, but if it had come to Leeds, I feel like he's got too much of a Chelsea face to have actually played well. He <laughs> just looks a like Chelsea a Chelsea fa- player. A
0: Chelsea face. Ian does pick him out actually in the um, the nominations here saying, Connor Gallagher for choosing Palace. Did he choose Palace or did he just want to stay in London? There's a difference.
2: I think we wouldn't promise him first team football. Which, which was, which was never well. the case with Bielsa, in much the same way that
0: when Ben White came in, that's where he was told, and he was put in the twenty threes, and he was brilliant, and now he's a fifty million pound footballer. Mm-hmm. He said, "If Gallagher was at Leeds, I suspect Bielsa still would be." So it's all his fault. <laughs> it's in. a
2: stretch to blame him for that. It is, but, but still, I'm, I'm more than happy. The for heart that. wants what the heart wants, though, doesn't it? Exactly.
0: You can't uh, you can't blame him for that. Uh, other nominations and the coaching team. Our coaching team, is it?
2: Yes, our our coaching team. Who decided to let them all take two weeks off instead of teaching a, a pass or a tackle? Yeah. They can have their holiday between the end of May and the start of the championship season. <laughs> <laughs> that was from No Name, which is a shame because it was a good comment. It is a funny comment, is that right? Um, um. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they had two weeks off, did they? I think it was.
1: Yeah, I think they had one, didn't they? I think had a few days. They had, a,
2: they had a, a few days off, I think. Yeah. They... It, it
1: was a bit annoying that Marsh came out afterwards and then said, well, it's quite hard to keep them fit during that two week break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come come on. On. You
0: didn't have to send them yeah. all off to
1: Iannapa. Um, Crystal Palace as a concept
0: uh, got nominations as well. Sham uh, suggesting they're a diet Millwall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Side of tossers, cheered on by the god awful droning ultras with that fucking drum.
0: <laughs> yeah, the drums and the singing were picked out by Scrooge as well. Um, please stop. We get
2: it. You're basically a Bollywood musical in Croydon. <laughs> please stop.
0: I like that analogy. Yeah, I've, I did not. I said on the the match ball, day, I noticed it was about sort of three quarters of the way through the game. I was like, I just realised I've been drumming all game. Mm. Tiresome. Turn it down a notch. Turn it off.
2: So. Yeah, I mean, don't suggest in your diet, Millwall. We're not saying pivot towards um, racism. No. But, you know, do something better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do something better. Burnley, have they done something better? West Ham Ralph and Nowhere Man uh, picking out Burnley for having the temerity to sack Sean Deitch and then go on a run and pick up points. Just go down with a whimper, said Nowhere Man. Do, <laughs> yep, do the right that's thing. Fair. Yeah, absolutely. How is Dyche? Do you think this week? People, a lot of people enjoyed his appearance on the mm. on the show last week. Last week when he dialed in from his holiday.
2: Yes. Is he having yeah.
0: a nice time now? Do you think? What do you think he's doing? Still on holiday, I reckon. Is he?
2: Yeah. Can we not get him on? <laughs> Again, I
0: mean, like people, people like to hear from Dyche. He's one of the football's
2: iconic figures. Ah, oh, where is he this week? I don't know. <laughs> think on it. Right. What else have we got? Sticking on Palace, the halftime entertainment wanker. The shitbag who scored a penalty at halftime and cupped his ears to the away end. You had a giant birding goal. Get over yourself. Presumably that was the eagle mascot. That
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, although, you know, it's quite hard to score a penalty against something gigantic that's got wings because you've got a lot of coverage of the goal there, haven't you? Mm. It's like in the 1980s, was it Bruce Grobelar who wore those comedy massive foam
2: gloves? And Neville Southall who wore the comedy <laughs> fat suit towards the end of his career. <laughs> Lampard and Everton as well,
0: getting uh, some nominations for uh, presumably just for being in this
2: race. I mean,
1: Dennison sums it up: no reason, but every reason. Yeah, <laughs> he sums Frank Lampard up.
2: Every forty nine says, "Where, where? That mean man in black didn't give me what I want, even though I asked. I am going to write a letter to his work so I can tell him how bad he is."
0: Pathetic, entitled <laughs> bell end is described as. Uh, uh, as yeah, well, there is um, that. There is actually there's, there's a proper grassing element to that, isn't there? And, he is. He is a grass. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah,
2: he's a, he's proven he he would try and get someone. If he thought like a delivery driver had been a bit a bit snippy with him, he would be on the phone saying he
0: wasn't very polite. He's a proper. He'd be a one star Uber rater, wouldn't he? Yeah. What a prick! Because like you've got to go for a baseline three with your Uber driver <laughs> at least. Just give him five
2: star all yeah. the time, unless there's been a, unless there's been an actual <laughs> assault take place. I think. I think I think just <laughs> yeah. I've got I've, I've been happy enough with this. Yeah, I mean. Do you always when
0: you get an Uber? I mean, presumably you don't, Michael. You'll find to you'll, walk. You'd walk always, but if you do, you always, I will wait
1: six hours for a bus. Have you found yourself like being like overly friendly with them because you don't want your, your star rating to drop? You don't do that. It wasn't until a, a friend asked me for my rating and we started comparing it and it's like, oh shit, I really want a, like a five star rating now. I'm because I, I was about I,
0: I had the full five stars and then one driver who I was nice as pie to, but not overly buried. He gave me four. It really put. My
2: He'd heard you play the part of um, racist dog yeah, fair point. He had it on the radio and he was like, I recognize this guy. Something I don't like about him. Uh, Lord Ruggiero, uh
0: is picking the low hanging fruit here, uh, saying, Wank Lampard's wicked comb over can't be legal, <laughs> heading towards the sub Bobby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the thing is, you know what, it'd upset him as well. So it's, that's why it's, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it's worth persisting. For, uh, I've just checked 4.84 on Uber. Right. Okay. I'm after that. Let's go. Do you know, by it. the way, just as a top, this is, this is this is going to be a test of who's the best person here. Uh,
0: just as an aside, they've just launched Uber Pets. Where you can call for a taxi to take your dog with you or your cat or I thought, I thought like, you got
1: I thought you got a lift on a dog. Oh you're lying.
0: Your lying, got, sorry. I've
1: got a new phone, I'm locked out of my Uber account. Oh, <laughs> Rob, Rob's here. got like I'm two a point on Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to pretend.
0: Michael. Hmm? 4.91. Bastard. Read it and weep. Read it and weep. There we go. You're point not seven I, better than me. I am me. objectively a better person <laughs> than you. What else have we got?
2: Wolves. Six. Dickheads. <laughs> no explanation given. <laughs> Richard, Just thanks for losing losing to um. Losing to Burnley, I guess, is their crime. Uh, a couple of disliking messages for Jesse
0: Marsh as well. Eh, that's unfair, Jelly, suggesting that he's taken Calvin Phillips back four seasons. I don't think that's true. And there are a lot, of, does, does are a lot say, of cheap
2: shots at American tropes there. I was going to say, he's just a soda-drinking, candy-chomping, chip-crunching TED Talk, Sean Dyche. He does then say, I may be overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Phillips, it's too, uh, too early to judge him, isn't it? He's not played.
0: And cock for click as well was mentioned by James for going more defensive in midfield. Did it need it? I don't know maybe Diego Llorente for causing anxiety attacks for Matt.
1: I mean, that was one of his karma games, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought he it was make, probably... making an ass tackle in the penalty. area, <laughs> <laughs> The lunging ass tackle. Yeah. We've
2: yeah, we got a winner there. I mean, it's, it's really Gallagher or Zaha, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Zaha's definitely seems to have upset more people.
0: Mm. I, th- I think we should, maybe we should, we share it between them. Cause I think that would upset Zahar as
1: well. <laughs> that he didn't win it. Cause he's got an entitled face. I was but... going to say, I don't want to give it to Zaha. Cause he would take that as sort of claim. But then I don't really want to give it to Gallagher because he's Chelsea. So make him share
2: it. It upset Palace fans more if it was Zaha because yeah. he's their golden boy. Who, despite the fact he's desperate to leave and has been throughout his entire career, uh, they yeah. can't hear anything bad said against. They're they're basically in like a bad relationship with him where he wants out, <laughs> but they're like, oh no, he loves us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stays yeah. at Palace out of loyalty, not just because you know no he's, one's on, ever, he's on a massive just wage, just because and... no one's ever been willing to pay eighty million for him for a sulky twat because he's a baby. Should we give it to them both? Would I it? suppose yeah. let him share it dickheads because yeah, it's going to cause conflict let him have revenue, the yeah. most pathetic fight ever seen over it
0: <laughs> both of them on the floor right let's do the Guitano Berardi here of the week awards nominations please who has embodied the positive spirits of
1: Guitano Berardi this week lots One. for Melier, which mm. who we did, I don't think really mentioned him in propaganda but he was our man of the match I'd, I'd say over him or Cooper who's also got a lot of mention
0: has he got? Has he made the, it's the highest number of saves in the Premier League this season hasn't he Melier, which is not necessarily the win that we hope but um <laughs>
2: We've given him loads to do. Yeah. Well done, well done, us. Yeah, basically everyone just nominating him
0: for being good. Yeah, um, and Philip, who is the top nomination on the sheet here, uh, talks about his unflappability and the fact that he looks unfazed with it,
1: with it all, even though he's got Urente in I was front of him. Say compare him to Urente. Mm. I mean, Melia has had a very stressful season, given the amount of saves he's had to make, but he does manage to keep his cool. Uh,
0: Philip also does like Dan James for being a little scumbasted with his booking game performance, which is uh, which is true. You had to, you had two bites of the cherry there. Philip, don't get greedy. Fears over losing Melier next summer. Yeah, whatever. What can nah, I do he what can so. I'm feeling quite nihilistic at the minute because we've got Man City at the weekend and I, and I can't cope with the stress anymore. So I'm bordering on a sort of tear it all down, but in a light way.
2: I do feel like goalkeepers are one of those positions that you think, oh, yeah, you can replace a goalkeeper though until you get a bad one. And then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> He's costing us, like when you had Rahubka and, he was, and Viedvald who were basically costing you, and Kasia, in fact, all these people who were basically <laughs> worth a goal start for the opposition every time they played. And you were like... Yeah, it's probably worth getting a decent keeper, isn't it? I yeah. think it feels like one of those positions, though. If you can just get someone competent, that's mainly fine. Someone yeah. who just won't do anything stupid. I do, I do
0: like the absolute brass neck of what James has suggested here and says that Melier gets his nomination for being very good, but he does still think we should sell him for £40 million pounds plus and buy Pope for £20 million quid. if Burnley go down. I mean, the balls to say that, given our current predicament, is, is wonderful. <laughs> the entitlement. Great stuff. Good work. Liam Cooper gets nominations another yeah. one actually because he's been very very prominent actually hasn't he in
2: recent weeks on this award yeah um, single-handedly carrying us to survival in the Premier League says uh, LDU mm. but yeah he's been yeah, he's been class I think he's I mean, he maybe is benefiting from the slightly simpler system with Marsh I think because he can just do his defensive stuff and he's not quite as but he did look pissed off when he didn't have anybody
1: to mm. give the outball to against Palace he gave an interview to Phil Hay didn't he where he was saying all previous Leeds managers prior to Bielsa were kind of asking him to do the Mm. meat and potatoes of defending and just heading and making blocks and he says well actually my strength is kind of getting on the ball but I, he's been very very good um, since coming back and just I think having a voice at the back you yeah. sort of realize the difference he's making I
2: mm-hmm. think it doesn't leave him as exposed the system mm, is it defen- defensively there are other bodies in there so if, if he slips up there's someone else there to pick up the pieces whereas with Bielstra it was often like no one can make a mistake or they, <laughs> or they will score
0: and there's a number of people actually here suggested he deserves credit for being as composed as he is next to Diego Yerente, mm. who there's the sort of an Ian Curtis dancing quality about Diego Yurente's <laughs> mm. defending at times, isn't there? Just flinging limbs because we always say that Moscow reminds us a bit of Ian Curtis, don't we? Because he's a bit he's a bit <laughs> limmy so when when he gets a
2: couple of drinks down his neck. Yeah, I've, I've seen him dancing, and he's yeah. very um, he's a bit like um, I don't know how you describe him. You know the those things you get on holiday where like there's a button in the bottom and it's a string man and he kind of slumps. <laughs> yeah, then you and, you, and he's, yeah, yeah, can, yeah you let release it and it stands up again. He's yeah. got a bit of that about it, proudly erect. Mm. Yeah, uh, who else gets nominations? Ailing gets quite a few. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure on Ayling's performance, truthfully. It was it was kind of funny that he got away without being booked and obviously upset.
0: You can't get ups- the thing is you can't get angry at Luke Ayling because he's a lovely guy. We all know he's a lovely guy. He's fun because he's got he's got the man bun and the ponytail and all that sort of stuff. He gets it out. He plays
1: with a smile on his face even when he's cheating and fouling. You, you can't get angry at him, can you? <laughs> I thought he uh, he gave as good as he got. I thought mm. which was fair enough. It was a, it was a good battle. And there was a few times where he nutmegged players and things like mm. that. Just everything else it led to just broke down immediately. But yeah, he, he, he stuck in there and it was telling that Marsh sort of went straight over to him to give him a big hug and Luke Haley looks absolutely exhausted and seems to go fucking hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, cause he, I mean, I
1: suppose if Saha's
2: shots go in, he's probably not getting his nominations, is he? But all's well that ends well. Yep, um, Calvin gets a few nominations as well. Nice to see him back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, considering these are hero nominations, I, I can read verbatim the... Uh, nice to see him back, I guess. Back in the fold. Wasn't great, but at least he got through ninety minutes. Well that's <laughs> wow. What yeah. praise. A fallow week. Um, a I mean I must admit when we saw Cock warming up on about forty minutes and getting instructions, I just thought, oh, oh God, no, is he's, gone again.
0: he's gone again. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't. Thank so, God. Yeah, yeah. So that
2: was good. Uh, our fans countering the, the sky axis
0: of evil, John P. How do you say it? Is it Glenn Rothers? Um, Glen Ro- Roth Glen Glenn Roth. Sean, move somewhere else. Um <laughs> And Aiden as well, saying they didn't stop singing for ninety minutes, and uh, they had it out with Sky as well. Sky TV is not very good as they were singing. Mm-hmm. About ten minutes into the game, they did us proud considering the late change in their fixture. So well done, yeah, yeah. I'm really.
2: enjoying Adsham's nomination for Dan James. Um, for <laughs> the highlight was the little scum bastard flying out of the underground like a wild boar. And clattering, <laughs> he does he does charge around, like like a pig that's been disturbed in a forest. <laughs> I think it's because his head, his head does sort of bob as well when he when he's he gets just a, really going, he's
0: sniffling around in the in the undergrowth trying to find truffles. And then along comes <laughs> Joel Ward, so <laughs> he's just he just minding
2: his own business, charges at him, <laughs> he had to lay his hands on him. Who knows what will happen to Dan James in the next game? Having had Joel's, Joel Ward's hands on him, may have improved him. Yes. Who knows?
0: Yeah, Ben just says uh, sums it up well by saying, Dan James, I love the little scumbastard. What a challenge that was. It was a great tackle on Ward, as Andrew said. Some other outlying nominations uh, Everton get nominated uh, by Scott Oates. Just for losing, basically. Yeah, well yeah. done. Fair enough. Uh, and well, from that same game as well, Alison Becker, the keeper, Liverpool.
2: That was very good. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. very, very fun.
0: Because <laughs> when I was watching that, I hadn't seen the first half, as I was mentioning before, because like, I was out doing my, my practice walk. So I, but I caught the second half of that game. And I thought, what's he done that for? And then it was mentioned in the commentary, wasn't it? I was like, ah, very, very good. Needs more of that. Yeah, what, what shit I in?
2: Yeah, and like, yeah. fairly harmless, yeah. funny. It's fine, It's I, I don't mind it when, like when Canos is dancing in front of the cop, you sort of think, oh, not or whatever. But yeah. I, like this year, I quite enjoyed Trent Alexander-Arnold having had you just a shit Kyle Walker song at him. Then I think he'd put a cross in and they scored from it and he yeah. just did a little... A little tap of the ear. and yeah. you start I think, yeah, fair enough.
1: It and is nice plays acknowledging it, and plays acknowledging other players as well. It's very and nice, and
0: the fact that at a transactional level, we know we're just, we know he's very good, and we're just poking a bit of fun at him. Yeah, and then he can just go like that, and it's and everyone's happy.
2: And Pickford in the first half was making a joke of it, essentially that he was because mm. it was one of the. He, he basically every time he caught the ball, wherever he yeah. was, he would then fall to his knees, then fall to his onto his stomach with it, and lay there for a bit, and he, he was. It. Sort of winking at people. And yeah, he gave it the wink, didn't he? Which mm. is
1: where Alison, I think,
0: made a note of that. <laughs> Excellent. Vieira's gut, and Roger says. "Well, he's." It, I mean, again, we're going for low-hanging fruit. We picked out Frank Lampard's hair before. We didn't. Our,
2: our mean listeners did. Piling it on, yeah. Um, well. I mean, how old is Patrick
0: Vieira? Let me just have a look at this. Read some of the other nominations while it I just looking at his age. It's,
2: it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult <laughs> as you get older. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Patrick Vieira is still probably in better shape than me, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticise him <laughs> too much. And I, but saying that, Frank Lampard's hair is in better shape than mine, um, <laughs> but
0: it won't stop me criticising him. He is 45. Is Vieira? He'll be 46 in a couple of months' oh, time. Oh, will
2: be will so be on, absolutely on the scrappy by 46. So he's a, he's a couple of years older than me, which um, gives me hope. Also, in the in the speaking of Lampard's hair, <laughs> described as a, a theoretical head character. what's <laughs> oh, Sorry theoretical head (laughs) he's reached that level
1: theoretical head which is good
2: have we already nominated Llorente for his bum tackle outstanding Uh, uh, needs more of them
1: yeah Uh, dear me I think um, Ian Pervader needs a nomination he's back from injury playing for Mm. Blackburn and also he posted a photo to his Instagram over the weekend what (laughs) <laughs> what a nurse! we don't have long enough in this show to dissect that um, photograph I mean, but it's absolutely amazing you need to go look I've at I've written it. about it for the blog which will be up oh, by perfect. the time this podcast is up Perfect. I perfect. have been absolutely fascinated by it and can't stop thinking about it oh so check out the website thesquareball.net for that then and it's he's looking at a massive
0: painting of himself
1: yeah gazing and, at it and the painting seems to have his own lampshade painted into it yeah, above so he's got, his yeah, head.
0: He's got a very large, it's sort of a circular, bejeweled it's thing. It's a very
1: footballery it? light.
0: Yeah. It's the sort of thing that you might see in a, in a shop almost, you know, like a decorative lamp kind mm. of thing. Circular, lots of lights in the middle of it, but it's got kind of decorative, not jewels, but like almost like long crystal mm. type appearance about it. And bizarrely, there's one of those floating over his head. It's supposed to look like a halo, I think, but it's off centre. The whole mm. thing's weird. I mean, it's a, it looks it's, like a parody.
2: It's not far
1: off a life-size picture of himself, is it? He's bigger than him. <laughs> I mean, I do make, lo- make me look like a giant. <laughs> I do love him, Pervader. It's going back to the Zah- Zaha thing where he's always miserable. Pervader makes being a footballer look as great as you always hoped it would. Yeah. Like I got all this
0: money, I've got, I can buy daft stuff like a big painting of myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you do that? Would you commission a painting of yourself
0: if you had like tens of thousands in, in your bank every month? No, no.
2: <laughs> would you? When, when I when I bought my house. The people who we bought it off, he did have an oil painting of himself. Wow. With a family. Or was... Just him. Yeah. I don't know why, but there was, the man of the house had a had a painting of himself on
0: I I would love to hear it from anybody who has that. Not we're not talking like a family portrait or a nice photograph where you look, you know, proudly sat against one of those generic backdrops that they do. Because mm. that, that's understandable. But to commission a painting of yourself. And just yourself. Yeah. Not of your kids. Why do you need to what is it that you get out of seeing that every what's, the, day when what's you... the
1: backdrop of Pervader's picture? Is it it's, class, it's outside, outside isn't it it's yeah. a city yeah I don't know if it's London it's not, it's not Blackburn <laughs> no uh, but yeah I think it's London I'm fascinated by I know it. so he I mean he's since deleted it from his Instagram which I think is because he tagged the wrong designer in it because oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah a, a completely different account has tagged him into the photo classic And the one he thanked right yeah so love for Dan James for getting
0: stuck in uh, lo- love for Bielsa that's not going to happen later also he's,
1: didn't he's play football again not
0: going to come mm. back so yeah uh, Bielsa has been nominated but it's a lone nomination it feels sad it feels lonely please <laughs> come back no, it's gone. Isn't it? It's over. He's not coming back. It's not coming back. Maybe we'll go see him one day. We'll have a nice time. But right now is not the time for that mm. discussion. Is it? I think that's everybody. Who's your hero of the week?
2: I feel like if Cooper and Ailing both run it, won it in recent weeks. I think I feel like Ailing won it after the Wolves game. Cooper probably won it after Watford or something, or Southampton. Maybe I don't know. Is yeah. it Mellie this week then? <clears throat> Mellie is probably due it. Yeah, yeah. He he was the most significant, I think, in terms of his contribution to the game. Keepers get credit for clean sheets as well, don't they? It? Yeah. it's um, what goes against their name
0: isn't it and a massive honourable mention as well for the fans for flying the flag and all that
2: and who've been fucked over as well by Sky moving it at yeah. the last minute to a Monday night which is hugely inconvenient
0: but Meli actually Jesse Marsh did say in the post-match the positives we take from it two clean sheets on the bounce and that is in the hands literally of Ilan Meli so yeah Hero of the Week Yeah, I'm right. fine with that good stuff well there you go that wraps up the show the weekly show for this week we will return next week post Manchester City as the, uh, as the scene, season rounds the final bend, which somehow feels appropriate, doesn't it, going around the bend this season. Still looking forward to it being over?
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Soon in, Soon enough. <laughs> Just want a nice big sleep until it's all finished.
0: And then the week after it finishes, after Brentford, we're doing the big charity walk. Um, Anything to say on that before we do head off? Just to look out for you. If, if you do know, because we, we know that people watch and listen to this, that there's more information coming out about what we're yeah, doing that there.
2: Yeah, I'll be sending a big email soon with yeah. All information and stuff on.
0: Because we're doing the 92 mile walk over four days, raising money for Andy's Man Club and the Samaritans' mental health charities, walking from Gary Speed's, the street where he grew up and his first playing field in North Wales, all the way back to Leeds over four days. And um, I'm really looking forward to it.
2: I am as well, weirdly, even though it's going to be hard. We're yeah. all doing it, aren't we? Now, now Moscow's not here. Should we slate him for not taking part?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, let, let's carry on that conversation off there. In the meantime, we'll see you in a bit.
1: The Square Ball Podcast.